Happy Hour with Britt and Ben. And a happy hour it is indeed. I'm sitting here with Britt Couch Hello. in Hazel, Texas. How you doing, bud? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. We're actually in a bar this time. Oh, what bar is that? We're at Open Table, and yes, you 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 called it Hazel, Texas. We are Hicks. The tables are open, and the <laughs> drinks are wet. And in case you didn't know where Hazel, Texas is, it's nowhere. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's not important. And I'm going to edit that out of the podcast, Britt, because I don't want people to know that we're in Hazel, Texas. That's frankly embarrassing. No, it's a, it's a very nice town. and uh, We're in undisclosed. Good folks. Good folks. Good folks for different... No, that doesn't... Never mind. <laughs> good folks for... Different... Brit fucking up his jokes. Yeah, there you go. Different strokes for... Uh, okay, now I know what you were doing. Yeah, yeah, I was, go, I was trying to. <laughs> I always said different strokes was about masturbating. Like, the show. Wait, what was different strokes? It was, it was like different strokes. You know, there was like no I in it or something, right? It was missing a vowel. Okay, I get different strokes mixed up with the... Uh, the facts of life. The facts of life. That show. I, I don't even get know di- what that is. It's it's like another like I think like eighties like just bullshit show. Like, uh, is Different Strokes the one with Gary Colbert? Is that Different the Strokes? Facts. I maybe Different Strokes is Gary Colbert, right? Like maybe. what you talking about, Willis? Yeah. Is that Different Strokes? I think that what is. What you talking about, Willis? Don't tell me how to masturbate. <laughs> yeah, little Gary Colbert jerking off. And he's like forty years old, and he's like playing a ten year old or whatever. <laughs> So so sad. So yeah, happy hour. Rest in peace. <laughs> um, with Brick Couch and Pimentic. Yeah. yeah, we're uh, it's about nine a.m. in the morning. We're sitting here at <laughs> the only bar in the area that's open. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is Britt's night. Uh, he works overnight, so I don't I don't have an excuse. <laughs> well, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> Britt so. works on getting his alcohol tolerance up. That's what get, he works uh, on. I think we're going to start this episode out with some cocktail recipes. I'll, yeah, I'll, hit, yeah. The, I'll hit the ground running if that's okay with you, buddy. Oh, please. I'll, I'll lead the way. Um, please. Yeah. So, all right. I'm drinking something, you know, it's been a favorite of mine for years. <laughs> it's it's really not that hard to make it all at home, you know. What's you it called? Uh, a whiskey Coke. Really? What's in that? All right. So you, all right, so you take <laughs> a cup of ice. I like the little tumbler glasses, you know, the little... They, they're nice. Yep, yep. All right, you pour most of the, put, put the ice in. Did I say that already? <laughs> it requires We already have the ice? Yeah. Okay, yeah. we got the ice. You like the tumbler. All right, yeah. dump the ice on the ground. No, don't do that. Well, I mean, you would have more room for whiskey. So That's called a dirty whiskey Coke, actually. You know, if, if you're trying to get drunk, dump the ice on the ground. Fuck it. <laughs> a dirty whiskey. Fill up the glass. Also, fill up the glass uh, three quarters of the way with whiskey and splash the little Coke. You can stir if you prefer. <laughs> or Stir shake. if you prefer, dude. Stir that's, if you prefer. Oh, uh, that's a- do you want it shaken or stirred? And James Bond could say, stir if you prefer. <laughs> Ooh. So much better, dude. We should call this podcast stir if you prefer instead of a uh, happy hour. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> People might think it's a cooking show. So Yeah, yeah true. Or like a uh, podcast about James Bond. Stir if you prefer for your fucking cake to turn out right. Shaken, not stirred. <laughs> um so yeah, so th- that sounds like a good drink, you know. It's, uh, it's not bad. It's a tasty. Like beverage. I said, it's really not that hard at all to make at home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, three ingredients. Well, four if you count the cup. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Um, myself, I'm uh, drinking. Uh, it's it's a it's a it's a beer. It's called Budweiser. And what you do is, you go out, you buy a bottle or a six pack of Budweiser, and you open it. Now you're saying if I wanted to, I drink? could just buy. That the, the only ingredient is my desire to go to the store. See, then actually what you need is gasoline in your car. Oh, shit. To okay. get to where you're going. What if you don't have a car? Then you need stamina to walk to what the store. What if you have a truck? Hmm. 
That sounds a, a little too, sounds a little too easy. I don't know. You and know, also, I, I wasn't born yesterday, Britt. I was. <laughs> I did turn thirty four yesterday. I almost said forty three. God damn, you're fucking. You're fucking. And I was going to try to work that joke in somewhere. I wasn't born yesterday, but I did turn thirty four yesterday, <laughs> and the then I just keeper. fucked it up. And our very nice bartender here at Open Table gave Ben a free whole whiskey and coke for it being like a day after his birthday, which is really nice. Yeah, if it would have been my birthday, I would have gotten two. <laughs> she was like, tomorrow I'll get a half drink. This is the day after. Yeah, it just keeps going down and down. <laughs> um, and also, actually, I actually have a... Uh, the day after, hell, they'll start charging me. <laughs> a shot of a uh, uh, Fireball Whiskey, which uh, I think I'm going to take right the show, now. Fireball Whiskey. Fireball Whiskey. Uh, pay us. Pay us in Fireball. It's fine. You know what I'm happy about right now, Britt? What's that? So I, uh, I took my mic out of this mic stand, my... Uh, friend of the show, Yeti Nano, blue microphone. Pay us. <clears throat> USB POS. <laughs> USB POS. <clears throat> well, they're supposed to be nice, but man, they aren't. Um, I took it off the stand, and I learned that I could use the stand for a drink stand. Yeah, it's pretty classy. If I wanted to play soccer with it, I could use it as a kickstand. <laughs> you are a class act, my friend. I know, I am. So, you know one thing I'm thankful for, dude? What's Being that? the month of Thanksgiving, October. 2019. <laughs> yeah, what, what is Thanksgiving? Uh, it's like it's like the last Thursday of October or something like that. I think it's the first Friday of February. But yeah, I'm thankful for the fact that that fucking jukebox finally stopped playing music because that was goddamn obnoxious. Oof. Like I said, Azle, Texas, man. We're yeah, here some, some country. Uh, some fucking Steve Miller band. Some Hick Town, <laughs> USA country. Good old country yeah. bullshit. So, Britt, you know, Don't you and I set up. You and I were setting up, yeah. kind of like leisurely setting up our our laptop and the microphones and everything for about what 20 minutes kind of just chilling talking yeah no yeah. music at all yeah. the second we start recording this motherfucker walks up to the jukebox played like 10 songs and then left <laughs> he's like a- i hate your fucking podcast he's like i can't afford the ten thousand dollar tier but <laughs> it was a real fuck you to us it was like yeah i don't like her i don't like the podcast you know what jokes here. on him because i actually really enjoy country music yeah me too i'm a, I'm a country i mean music i live fan. in Asia, texas you kind of have to yeah you gotta play the part no, I've never actually been into country. I music. got country in my blood. Uh, do you like any kind of country music? I fucking hate all of it. I like I like Johnny some Johnny Cash. I was about to say I could uh, say the hipster thing and say I like some Johnny Cash, but then you <laughs> said it for me. I do like some Johnny Cash. I like some of his songs. I like Cash, Cold Hard. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, I've never. Speaking up, of Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm cut off. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Go yeah. ahead. I'm just saying. Growing up, uh, I guess you grew up more in Texas. I grew up in Oklahoma, and Oklahoma has like the red dirt thing, which is like, the type of country they have, which a lot of like you know country music artists come from Oklahoma too. And um, my parents, my, I guess I just grew up with parents that were like, my parents were like kind of like rockers, so like they were like Rolling Stones. Did they rock out with their cocks out? They rocked out. With their, they were never into country. So like I grew up, thank God, thank the Lord, uh, well, thank my, that man. My parents were crackheads, and they uh, they cracked they, out with their rocks. They listened. They listened Limp Bizkit, and they they were rocking and rolling without a band. If you know, what I mean. <laughs> no, that's not true. My no, parents, were your parents in the country? I don't think my parents even know what crack is. Were Neither parents, do I. Were your parents in the country? Shit, like what did they listen to? Like growing up, like when you were growing up, like what did your parents? Because so there was this kid at school that. Like anytime somebody would bring up Jack in the Box, he would say Jack in the Crack, and I I think oh, I asked you this before. Oh, oh, so the crack thing. Okay. I don't understand that joke. Jack in the Crack. What does that mean, Britt? Does that mean anything to you? It's just supposed to sound funny. Is it like, like a butt crack? It's to, yeah, it's supposed to like Jack in your well, that's butt. That's really not a funny joke at all. Well, I mean, how old were you with this kid? Was I mean, saying? everybody laughed at it. I laughed at it too. <laughs> how old were you? I feel like I was in like eighth grade. <laughs> okay, that's a little old. Yeah, but I laughed at it because I, I was just say, thought maybe I didn't like when I was in sixth grade. Yeah, I mean, whatever. You, you said crack. Like you know what, Bill Jolly, you're a good guy, but that was not a good joke. Yeah, <laughs> shout right. out. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> but no, what did your parents do when you were like growing up? Because that's the music like you do. You he looked li- like the crust dinosaur. 
But obviously, this is a touchy subject that I want to talk about. I keep changing <sighs> the subject. Okay. Pick up my fucking it. I want, dude, my parents listen to just bullshit Christian music. Oh, doing? was that it? Your dad wasn't. No, like, my dad like okay. he was a jib out of some Rolling Stones. I or? feel like maybe he was like repressed for a little while. Really? Depressed or so he would he would hide. He was just depressed. He was in a country. He was always a Pink Floyd guy, I guess. He would hide some Jimi Hendrix albums. In his oh, album. really? So yeah. your dad's a younger guy then. My parents were too old for the Jimi He's Hendrix stuff. He's younger than me, yes, but not young, I wouldn't say. <laughs> <laughs> my parents, okay, my dad always said, like, he's like, Pete Floyd led up. He's like, that's headbanger music. Like, he, like, fucking wow. hated that shit. What, is, what was he into? Oh, you already said. Rolling Stones. Uh, okay, like, is Pink Floyd more headbangery than Rolling Stones? I think so, yeah. Rolling Stones is like, I mean, it was... I don't know, dude. I feel like Rolling Stones has a heavier beat than most Pink Floyd songs, which is just like 10 minutes of like sound. Uh, maybe you're right. I don't Rolling Stones were like, I mean, they weren't Black Sabbath. They had they, that heavy hitting change machine for uh, money. They, you know, they, they were, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they were they heavy were, metal. I get it. I get they, it. They weren't Black A lot of coins. They weren't Black Sabbath, but they were heavier than the Beatles, obviously. And they said that bullshit. So they were pretty edgy. Yeah. I remember I'd always play that song on the jukebox at IHOP because it said bullshit in it when I was younger. And no. I was like, I want to hear it say bullshit. It's a Rolling Stones song? Uh, Money by Pink Floyd. Yes, it is a Rolling Stones oh, song. Oh, Mo- Money by Pink Floyd. Excuse <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, that's one of the Rolling Stones. If you buy their top I thought we were talking about Rolling Stones. Excuse me. We're going all over the place. I don't know why we're talking about Rolling Stones. Yeah, but anyway. I yeah. definitely can't get no satisfaction from that. Like, well, I've listened to the Carpenters, Hermits, Hermits, uh, that's the fine. Birds. I think the Carpenters are good. Yeah, she was really into. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't have a house to live in if it wasn't for carpenters. My dad was obsessed with Dobby Clade. Like, we God. wouldn't have a Jesus Christ, our own personal savior, if it wasn't for carpenters. Oh, wait, what? Oh, <laughs> wow! God, is this an episode of Don't Make Me Watch? That this? took me a second. All right, this is dumb. <laughs> that took me a second. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, <laughs> it took it, me like a millisecond to come up with. And that's why it sucked. But yeah, the point is, my parents are in the country, really. But yeah, so Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, it was really great. Ahead. I went with my wife. And we had really good seats. Uh, it was really good. Did the play? Uh, not the movie. Not, not, to be, not to be confused by the movie. Well, it, you know, it had the moving part down, not the picture part, you know. There was people moving on the stage. Well, you said, like, the sets and stuff were really cool. Like, Yeah, they were. It was an elaborate production for sure. And I don't mean that facetiously. Did it, were you drunk at the time? Or were you sober? Um, You know, a little bit of both. <laughs> a little no, bit drunk think, and sober. Yeah, you think I can afford to drink at the Bass Hall, dude? Yeah, I was going to say, fuck, how much was a I beer I just would have had a $75 whiskey. I was like, how much was a beer there, like $8? Yeah, or I don't know. The ones that Natalie put in her purse were free. <laughs> I, that's, that's actually not true. Yeah. That that's flask, actually not true. The flask was free. Yeah, why would you bring a beer? Like, <laughs> It's just a beer? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, okay, so I could, like, f- feel nothing, drink, drink <laughs> something that's not that pleasant on its own. I'm sorry. I need beer in quantity, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, like, really, like, yeah, I'm with bait on this. Like, I have to drink. That's why I just bring a fucking pouch of heroin, dude. <laughs> fits totally. in anything. PCP. Fits in my butt. Angel dust. You got to do it. Nah, uh, I don't want to be climbing the fucking curtains, dude. <laughs> <laughs> climbing those sets. <laughs> I don't want to get shot 50 times with their <laughs> fake prop guns. Eating people's faces. You're like, dude, like, this set looks really cool. I want to climb on it. That's what actually happened to the Phantom of the Opera's face. I, oh, shit. <laughs> a man on PCP named Ben Minigated. <laughs> yeah. I had his face off. And you... And you told me you could actually, like, understand the story and everything that was going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't that complicated. I know what you mean. Because it's, like, it's an English. I guess the original play is, what, an Italian? But, like, so you were thinking it was going to be, like... Like a different language. Oh, I, oh, yeah, was, like they're singing in Italian or French or something. Or, that's what opera sounds like, if you didn't know. <laughs> you could probably actually... <laughs> yeah, like... George yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was great if that sounded dumb. <laughs> but, like... But they they sang in English and like there was actually like lines 
like there was people talking, so you got to like. I'm sorry, Britt. I'm under- having trouble focusing. There's a football on the TV, so I'm, you know I'm all about oh, the sports. I'm a sports we are in Texas. Man. I'm a sports man myself. <laughs> we are in Azle, Texas. Um, but no, um, but yeah. So uh, explain to me. Okay, tell me this, because I'm actually kind of curious. The fan of the opera. What is it about? Hole in one. Oh, oh sorry. my god! Sorry, sorry. Touchdown! Yeah. What? Uh, what? Hole in one. Isn't that what a you know, you're not a footballer, Britt. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> you're not a footballer. Did I do it? Did I do football? <laughs> like the fucking Aziz, Aziz Ansari says it in uh, Parson Rec. He's like playing basketball and he like, <laughs> he like shoots the basket and like air balls. He's like, did I do it? Did I do basketball? <laughs> like, I wouldn't no know, Britt. The only movie, the basketball theme movie I like to watch is Air Bud. I don't know about you. <laughs> Dude, classic. I love that fucking movie when I was a kid. Yeah. I used to watch it with my dog all the time. Did you ever watch the second Air one? Air Bud was his Air Bud, uh, the golden receiver where he does football? Yeah. Oh God, dude! So like, those movies are all the same. It's like this team of shit kids that are shitty as fuck at sport. It's yeah. like a bunch of Ben and yeah. Brits on this team. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't speak for you, but I don't know if you're good at sports. Well, I think I think Air Bud, uh, I was okay at baseball. And were you good at basketball? You're very tall. No, not tall enough for basketball. Six uh, two is not. And tall I've seen you jump. I mean, they say white men can't jump. They have not met Brick Couch. <laughs> yeah. I could I could jump. You got I, his nickname from jumping over five couches. I can jump when I've had a little PCP. But no, like fucking. No, basketball is not my sport. I played golf. I was on the high school golf team and shit like that. But I don't think I was good, really. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it was just kind of. Oh, like well, golf's not a sport. <laughs> okay. My grandpa plays golf. It's not a sport. He's <laughs> like 85 years old. Golf's the hardest fucking sport ever. I fucking hate video it. games are sports these days. Dude, there's probably gonna be an Olympic like section of the Olympics with video gamers these days. Like, That'd be real special. Because they have wa- dude, they have water polo now and badminton in the Olympics now. Did you know that shit? I don't even know what water polo is. I don't know what it is either. But I watched. Are you like? Marco Polo and everybody has their eyes closed. <laughs> Dude, that's what I pool. thought it was too. But no, it's like it's like water volleyball kinda. It's like kinda like water volleyball. Like I watched people play like in the Olympics one time. Like I was like, water polo it was like the, the first year like water polo How was a sport. The fuck do you play a sport while you're swimming? They hit it with their heads like porpoises? It's it's like it's like Is it a beach ball? It's shallow enough water to where like they're, they're like they're waist deep. And they just like run around water. Okay, so like why not just have it in a fucking pit of quicksand or concrete? I mean, I guess running around in water is kind of like that. That's kind of yeah, it is. It's kind of dumb, also. But bad running in water is the. It's worse than running with scissors. I mean, think about it. You got a lot of. It's sta- worse than the weird album running. <laughs> with scissors. You gotta have a lot of stamina to be running no, around. To be like running around playing like volleyball, basically in water. It's gonna be kind of a bitch, you know. Yeah. Hey, but, Britt, you know what? Maybe happy hour can be a way for us to get all our dumb jokiness out, and we can do <laughs> serious episodes that don't make me watch this. But no, I actually wanted to ask you what I wanted to finish talking about Airbud real quick. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. So all those movies are always about oh, oh, this let, team. Let me, let me say something really quick. The first two, the the Airbud with the basketball and the Airbud Golden Receiver, those are the only two that are actually theatrically released. By the way, there were straight to video ones where he looked like baseball, volleyball, and other shit. But that was all like straight to VHS. I'll just yeah, and you're right. Yeah. I guess. But anyway, sorry. I, I trust. I trust. I trust. Yeah, you. I just wanted to say that. Continue what you're saying. You're a movie guy. Um, I'll just <laughs> well, skip here. right to the end. MVP. Did you ever see that? Most valuable primate. Okay, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I remember the cover of it, but I never saw it. What did he play, hockey? I don't know, dude. Whatever sport has an MVP. What is MVP? I feel like that's always... Well, it's most valuable primate. Player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but it, puck? Puckist? Well, isn't MVP like every sport, though? Do they always have like an MVP in every sport? Oh, yeah, it's kind of like the employee of the month of a sport, right? So what did he What did he play? What did like the, the monkey play? I don't remember, dude. I think he had hockey stuff on. Was it hockey? But he was playing basketball. So the whole joke was he was really like he was an ex hockey player. Well, I feel like a fucking monkey would be better at playing basketball. You know him than a and the penguins at the zoo. 
because you know dude, ice. No, dude, I remember that. Oh, good, we're gonna have some Our, good old, good old boy music coming. Oh yeah, sums up the jukebox. Well, he but, whispering, buddy. You scared? No, uh, I remember that. Co- I remember the cover of the movie though. The MVP. They hang people like us around these parts. <laughs> I remember that cover though. I never watched it though. Did you? Did you actually? Is that Edgar Winters? Over there at the bar. I don't even know. What you oh yeah, said. thank you for that. You hear that twangy guitar? Dude, speaking of like eight movies, you remember Dunstan checks in. It sounds like we're about to go to like commercial break or something. <laughs> we'll be back right after these messages. The <laughs> tractor. Do you remember? Do, do you remember Dunstan checks in? That movie. Who is this? I hate this song. My mind. Uh, the Eagles. Did you say homies? Is that an old word, Britt? Homies gonna? Did you say homies? Yeah. Is that a new? I thought it was like a newer thing. Homies. Because this song has to be at least 50 years old. You're crazy. That's enough of that. That's a good song. Uh, yeah, um, MVP, Most Valuable Prominent. Ridiculous. But Dunstan no, checks in. I uh, had, do you remember Monkey Trouble? Remember that one? Dude, there was a ton of like monkey movies uh, in the fucking Any 90s. which way, but the movie with Clint Eastwood and a monkey? I said Monkey Trouble. Any, any which way but loosed. Loose. That's a movie with a loose. monkey with Clint Eastwood? Yeah. Are you serious? It's kind of like The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, but with a monkey instead of a... Dude, no, I didn't know that existed. So Clint was like, I may be making this. Up. I feel like I feel like Britt, we're gonna need some um, somebody to check up on that. <laughs> I need some backup. There's yeah, a movie with Clint Eastwood and a fucking. I need monkey. to show some proof of this. Wow, dude, I got uh, yeah. You got a computer in front of you. Check this shit out. But no, the, the and you know what? When I tab out of uh, Audacity, that's when we start to echo. I bet he's like, <laughs> they're not watching. I don't know why Audacity's a he. I'm sorry yeah. for assuming you're just. This song is the Eagles, by the way. It's called "Take It Easy." But no, um, I fucking hate the Eagles, man. Yeah, me too. Um, so, uh, the late mid to late '90s, they were all about like making movies with fucking chimpanzees and fucking uh, like capuchin monkeys. Apparently, chimpanzees and Jim Carrey. They also redid Planet of the Apes in two thousand what two thousand two two thousand one. Like they did King Kong, the biggest ape of all, <laughs> the greatest ape. That was a little later, or the like, Great Escape. That was like two thousand seven, right? Two thousand six. That was a little later. But um, so yeah, the fan of the opera was really good. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, I was gonna ask you, what is it actually about? Tell me that, please. It's like a love story, right? Yeah. So like, I don't really know. I was like ten minutes late because I was parking the car, um, so I missed. <laughs> I missed a little bit of it, but yeah, um, yeah you, you weren't you able know, to catch up, like to see like actually like the plot. Was there a Disney movie of it? Because I remember seeing a cartoon a lot. They showed a music class, like a, a cartoon. Kid. Yeah, and you know what's fucked up? The cartoon version ended like a lot more fucked up than. Than the really than we saw, yeah. So okay, the basic plot is it's like this: this girl is part of a, a big opera show or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's very meta. It's super meta. Maybe it was like the first meta like work. <sighs> I, I don't think that's probably kind of ahead true. of his time. Maybe. Yeah, it seemed very. The story is is. It seems very ahead of his time because, like you said, like it's taking place in an opera world where actually opera. But like, you know, like as you always want or quick to remind us, what does meta mean? Oh, okay. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you don't know makes it meta. Yeah. Exactly. It's just, it's kind of a... like It's, a, it's the world being aware of the world that it's in, right? Like the world that it's taking place yeah, in? Yeah, self-awareness. Like, yeah. That's that's the easiest way to define it, I think. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's good. I don't know why you doubted yourself, Britt. I never doubt you. <laughs> yeah, I was fucking with you. Yeah. I kind of knew what I meant. But, um, uh, what are you doing with your phone? Put it down. You don't I, cheat. I don't have my phone. Apparently, I've already Googled this movie. You know what always I always reference Fan of the Oh, my God, way? dude. Look at this right here. And Clint Eastwood and this guy. Oh, shit. It's Clint Eastwood and Dunstan. <laughs> you know, uh, someone I'm related Dude, to. No, I a- remember that cover. God, Clint Eastwood was slumming it. What Some- does it have? 
27 percent and that woman there looks like someone from planet of the apes who was that man clint eastwood was slumming it dude what was was it just like after the dirty harry movie is that is that a um i can't see the fuck is that just i think it's helena bonham carter from uh <laughs> planet of the apes <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a fan of her yeah you fucking hate helena bonham carter i don't really like like i don't dig her either but like i mean she's okay in fight club i think that's about it like yeah, the only thing preventing Fight Club from being my favorite movie of all time is all the f- uber uh, machoism, all the fucking anarchy culture bullshit. Her, David Fincher's directing, the ending, yeah. the changes from the book. I guess there's a lot of things. <laughs> so basically, it's just the worst movie ever made. Yeah, but Edward Norton's really good. But yeah. You don't want to look at that picture anymore? Is that what you're telling <laughs> I don't want to look at that picture anymore. Okay, you- so anyways, this girl, she's in the opera, right? She's kind of like... She had a very minor role in it, you know, and um, I guess I, mean, I inferred, even though I missed this part, that I just want to make sure we were actually recording still. So maybe I don't know exactly who he is. It seems like he's the guy that owns the opera. What is it, buddy? What is I it? I want to make sure we were still recording. Doing? If you go back okay. to Audacity, yes, we're still recording. Okay, you never know it. It's, it's fine. We're not saying anything of it's, value. <laughs> it's paused before. Sorry, we can cut yeah, this out. We'd be doing the world a favor, buddy. <laughs> Audacity would just be pulling the plug. <laughs> All right, it's happened to us before. Um, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, she she's she's an opera singer, and there's like this. She's playing a minor part in a big production, right? Okay, gotcha. And maybe she's, like, practicing singing in the shower. Who knows? I just made that part up because I didn't see it. <laughs> the shower. I'd like to assume she was naked. Um, <laughs> but don't we all? I mean, I'm pretending you're naked right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I'm able to talk to you without being nervous. Yeah, I just... Yeah. It's, a, it's a trade secret. You picture, picture me in my underwear? Tricks of the trade, buddy. <laughs> Joke's on you. I'm not wearing any underwear. Tricks of the trade. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you didn't wear underwear today. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm just naked when you picture me. Yeah. Um... So, the guy. So the big opera house they're in. I think that the guy that owns it mm-hmm. secretly mm-hmm. is the Phantom of the Opera, and he's a man whose face is disfigured from birth. Apparently, I oh, thought he got birth? burned in a fire. Yeah, that's what, that's I, was what I remembered. But in this version of it, he was disfigured from birth. So there's like different versions of it, like where he actually was burned, maybe. Yeah. He like had some childhood like trauma where he was burned or some shit, maybe. Well, I mean, like growing up with a disfigured face would be childhood trauma of its own, right? Like. But in the version you you watched, he was just born that way. They might call you Disfigured Face or some other rude name. <laughs> but, like, he owns... Did someone say Brit just now? I thought, I thought they did. Um, Brit, your card was declined. Like, Brit, we love, the, we love the podcast. We're listening to it right now. <laughs> yeah, you can listen to us live, by the way, uh, by driving to my fucking house <laughs> <laughs> and hiding outside the window. <laughs> <laughs> but driving to Open Table right this second in Hazel, Texas. Yeah. Um, but, no, uh, so he owns, like, the Opera House? Maybe. I thought he was, like, hid out there. Because like, he's, like, he, he leaves letters for everybody. Like, the, the dudes running the show, the managers of the show. So he's, like, a He, like, leaves them, and he's, like, I need my salary, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe he just means as a consultant. That's probably what he means. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes I'm dumb. <laughs> that makes a lot. Well, I mean. I, I'm glad I could reason that out with you're myself. Not the, you're not the first person to not understand an opera, man. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Brett, do you think that wall is so thin that we can see the sun through it over here? In the bar, there's a wall that's so thin. It's a painted over window. I did it again. I reasoned out my... So yeah, she. Uh, where was I? Oh yeah, so he sent you know he's sending out letters to everybody saying he needs a salary and he wants this girl that he witnessed singing. He thinks she's like the next big thing, so he wants her to lead the production in the lead role. But they already have this other actress there, who's a real diva, if you know what I mean. And she. Are you recording right now? Oh, I didn't even realize you walked off. Sorry. <laughs> um, anyways, you can listen to the podcast later. But I'm just telling the listeners about Phantom of the Opera, oh, okay. and they're all like, "We already know, Brits is an idiot." <laughs> so yeah. Uh, she gets engaged to this dude, and but she's like secretly in love with the Phantom, who's been like giving her singing lessons, 
you know, and she's never seen his face. Is he like an anti-hero? Or is he the protagonist? Uh, is he the protagonist? He's definitely the antagonist. Okay. I mean, I it was hard to tell what it was going for at first. Yeah. But he's kind of just nuts. Gotcha. Like he's like fucking goes into fits of rage and like right. throws her down on the ground when she tries to take his mask off. He's like, "This is who I am." Blah blah blah. Anytime he like sees them together, he'll be like spying like through the rafters or whatever. Right. Yeah. But there's a really cool part where uh, they climb down this during a fucking song number dude what's up oh in texas some bars you can still smoke in them so we're smoking cigarettes and in some podcasts brick can fucking make hand gestures and just destroy my train of thought so <laughs> that's what he did there sorry he looks at the raptors go ahead uh wow i almost made an always sunny joke that would not have been appropriate <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just on auto <laughs> autopilot here there was one really cool part where they're like uh, they're climbing down from this tower or whatever during yeah. a song number, uh, the Phantom and the girl, the main, the female lead, uh-huh. and the steps are like coming out of the fucking wall. Like there's like thin air, and he's like, "Trust me" or whatever. Walk, walk into nothing, and then as they're stepping down, the steps are like coming out of the wall. Like so, it's so, all foggy and shit. So, it just, so it's like an idiot Joe's of the. Uh, yeah, they had to spell. Uh, Jehovah percent. with a with a Y. I was gonna say, it's an idiot Joseph. They had to Jehovah. It's like, it's like trust <laughs> God. Jehovah. Trust God's step or whatever. And he's like bends over and like just falls over to like you know. It's, it's like it's like this. What is it, like the bridge is like blended into the wall and he's like oh shit. I'm Indiana Jones, motherfucker. <laughs> and Jehovah giraffe starts with a J. <laughs> I don't know ancient Egyptians or whatever had like chainsaws that could chop people's heads off in walls. Sorry, God. Did I say in Jehovah? Or- the, what is it in Jewish? Uh, like the, I guess the, ori- the, the original Torah, Jehovah was not with a J, it was like a little Y, right? Or something? Sorry. Torah's that book about how to tame a bull, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you're thinking of Torah, 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 the, 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 the old film from the 19th. Doesn't Torah just mean red? I think Torah means charge. He's like, look, red, red, red. Isn't Torah uh, Spanish for charge? I don't have a fucking clue, Britt. You'd have to ask someone fluent in the language. And I don't think anyone has spoken that language in the past thousand years. So. Yeah, it's a dead language. Yeah, yeah. it's like Latin. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, girl- Latin was the one I was thinking of. If my girlfriend was here, she could Latin American. <laughs> my girlfriend is, is Hispanic. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Okay, Britt, come on. I could have I said that about English. I mean, clearly you and I have no mastery of that. <laughs> it's a dead language to us. <laughs> it is. We speak Texan around here. Yeah, we have a way with our words. We a speak real sh- the same way a drunk driver has a way with a, sem- a semi tractor. I don't know what that is. What? what yeah, the fuck a way with that? my words. <laughs> anyway, away. You got really into fan of the opera. You're fucking divert. You're, you're fucking. Yeah, it was really cool. I don't want to talk about it anymore though. <laughs> you're, done? you're done. Yeah, well, go see it for yourself. Yeah, that's never gonna happen. Um, I wasn't talking to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was talking to you, Jerry, and you, Samantha. So how crazy is that going to be? All <laughs> to two listeners oh, named Jerry and Samantha. Yeah. They're like, oh, what? Hey, that was pretty meta. I think. No, it wasn't. Uh, you lost me on meta. Uh, speaking of meta, Midsummer. Uh, you had me at hello. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, I knew a girl named Meta. Was it MBTA? And we always used to say like. Uh, That's kind of a cool name, actually. I think. I think. Um, That's kind of a cool name for Jake. And uh, when I was younger, I made a movie with my shitty little home camera. Oh, which we will be watching. David Seaman called Metacop. Oh shit! You know this song, Alice in Chains, baby. Yeah, finally a good one, but it's still too goddamn loud. And we're trying to do a podcast. Yeah, so. and it's a song hey, I've heard a billion Lane fucking Staley, times. Why don't you go kill yourself and quit fucking? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> what you? Oh, do you hear what? That was like the saddest day of my life. Two thousand two, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, at the time it was. Every day since has been progressively sadder, but... Yeah, true. This is the worst day of my life, by the way. Uh, Every day is the worst day of my life. But no, uh... uh Sorry, what were you saying? The girl named Meta? We got off track here. Bro, like, you were too old to be wearing those pants. Okay. There's <laughs> just people watching now. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, people I'll, watching with Ben. <laughs> yeah, Who are po- you? A podcast. Get the fuck off my podcast. <laughs> a podcast. So, like, fucking... Uh, I want to talk about Midsummer because Ben is obsessed with Ari Aster. We've done, I think we discussed this in the other Happy Art. Maybe we have it. We have it. I don't know. Hey, buddy. Uh, he's three for three in my book. Oh god, I forgot. I forgot you were like I was like three for three. Oh, you're talking about his first short film. His first. Oh yeah, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> his next one's gonna be great. Nicholas Cage one. That'll be great. You and know, I, I feel like if I keep saying it, it's gonna happen. Oh yeah, like I like, said, Ari Aster listens to this podcast all the time. So he's a fan. He's a, he's. He doesn't want to disappoint. He's the only one following us on Twitter. He's our only Patreon supporter. Although, to be fair, maybe no one should trust my judgment on that. No one should listen to me or take my advice because I'd put Nicolas Cage in anything, including my ass, given the opportunity. Hell yeah. I put him in my bed right now. I want him to take the condom off. Dude, fucking uh, Ari Aster, great director. Really, 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 really good, really brilliant guy. But he he just, he he fucking just makes makes you sad. He makes these movies that I, I told Ben, I was like, this is a new wave of horror called Depression Horror. (laughs) <laughs> that like compression horror compression horror it's fucking depression family like the horror. end of Fargo it's like depre- <laughs> it's depression family horror is what it is dude and like yeah he, that was like, like it's all it so I guess Ingmar Bergman did a lot of stuff like that like family dramas that were super depressing but not horror oh yeah you said he's like he's like obsessed like with that uh that like type that of director. but yeah. he's a great director dude he's a remind, remind me what uh that per- what Ing- say his name again okay so uh, Ingmar Bergman. Ingmar Bergman. What did he direct? Uh, so I, the only one I've seen is Don't Look Now with um, Are these Donald like old, Sutherland, who uh, I hated. Donald Sutherland? I used to hate him for some reason when I was he, younger. He's, he, he's supposed to be like really good like older movies. I've never seen like a well, lot of... Well, if you ever want to see his dick and you want to see a sex scene with him uh, thrusting his butt a whole bunch for about Gross. 20 minutes, and it's like kind of like believed that it was an actual sex scene um, between him and the monkey from Dustin Checks In... No, it's some girl. It's some woman. Well, it's also oh, it's a, a famous woman. He's in a lot of older horror movies like Christopher Lee. Is he in the Wicker Man? Is also no. Like? It's not. He's not with. He's not fucking Christopher Lee in it. No. <laughs> is Donald Sutherland in the original Wicker Man? Or am I making that up? He played the Wicker Man actually. He was the big thing of sticks. Yeah, the thing Wicker. of sticks. Yeah. But no, uh, Donald Sutherland. Yeah, like he's he's like a he's like a. Fucking... No, that was Donald Northerland. You're thinking of. <laughs> yeah, Donald Easterland. Yeah. He like. Yeah, he's like considered, say Donald he's considered like an act, he's considered an acting juggernaut. And growing up like us, like in the nineties, like we don't really see Donald Sutherland a lot of shit. So like we don't really have any clue of stuff he's in. I just didn't like him because of his name. You know, who is this guy? Ronald McDonald. I grew up a Kiefer myself. Yeah, I'm more of a Kiefer guy. That's not true. I don't so, like him either. Uh, dude, you know what, honestly, you know what, you know what? The only I'll give you 24 reasons why the, he sucks, dude. The only done. The, the only thing I've ever seen Donald Sutherland in is the fucking Italian job. What about? <laughs> so you're trying to say you haven't seen the Hunger Games? Uh, I saw the first one, I guess. But yeah, he's like. Then that's not true. That, you just lied to our listeners. Oh, excuse me. So I guess, yeah, he's. Feel free to. Uns- he isn't that. He's like the unsubscribe president. Unsubscribe to our Patreon <laughs> for that. Yeah. Oh, wait, you haven't fucking subscribed. It's pretty sad. Yeah, would you fucking get all that? Feel free to. Go ahead. Subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say. Uh, Patreon.com slash don't make me watch this. Please. It's all I want for my birthday. We need money. Anyway, so. Uh, it'll. It's all it'll take to make this little girl's dreams come true. <laughs> Don't, for the last time, stop calling me, stop call me little girl. So, you'll always be my little girl, buddy. I'm sorry. 
Hereditary is good, and I, I, I'm kind of. Yeah, the Donald Sutherland sex scene. I don't know what. I have nothing else. Oh, okay. No, no. no. I, was, I was looking at you because you were typing something. I'm sorry. Anyway. So I'm typing, shut the fuck up, Brit. And I was going to. Hereditary is a good movie, and Pin's obsessed with Ari Aster, and I'm just like, dude, I don't. It's kind of like a Darren Aronofsky situation. I've told him this before, and he's like, don't, don't reference him to Darren Aronofsky. But Darren Aronofsky, I think, is a good director, but he directs these depressing No, I, dude, please don't compare him to Darren Aronofsky. Because I think Requiem for a Dream is a really well-directed movie, but I just, Yeah, but I don't like it. I love Hereditary. I, I, th- I think it's fucking depressing. I think Hereditary is better, don't be wrong. I'm saying it's that type of situation to where, Hereditary like... Hereditary is more of just a movie movie. I, 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 get, I, mean? I get what you're saying. It's a better movie by all means, but I'm just saying, like, it's one of those things where, like, it's so depressing. And I always said, I always said American well, History X, too. A lot of his movies, especially I just don't want to watch one, it again. Especially that one, are just a meditation on just awfulness, right? And I don't for think me, that's, that's what not fun. Is. I just don't. is like. It's well made. It's great, but I'm just like, my God. It's I just a movie about pure evil, is what it is. That's fine. And Midsummer. Okay, so Ben is like, and I, well, I'm not I'm, that. That's not about. Pure and evil. I'm actually going to watch the whole. Uh, I'm actually going to watch the uh, the movie in its entirety. The whole enchilada tonight. <laughs> actually, should I watch the uh, director's cut? You said I have not seen it yet, but yes, I heard it's much better. It's better. Okay, I'll and, watch and the- I, I, my main criticism of, and I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I could be wrong about this. Mm-hmm. Really, because you know, there's a lot of factors that play into this, but a lot of people, and I agree with this, <clears throat> feel that the ending is a little undeserved. And, Ooh, okay. Uh, just not, car- not a fan of that. characters' motivations. It's, I don't know. But also, it totally makes sense because this is not much of a spoiler. They're high on fucking drugs all the time. The whole movie. Like, psychedelics. The whole fucking time. Which undeserved... So who, like, what kind of decisions? Undeserved, undeserved can be... I mean, I guess what I'm trying to say... Unearned. It, it feels a little unearned. Unearned can be earned if it's, like... Realist- out of nowhere. If, if, if it's realistic enough to where like it, it makes sense, all those unearned and movie uh, uh, forte. Does that make sense? To, I don't want to. If I want to like, if I want to compare it to the name of a Faith No More song, I don't want to say from out of nowhere. I don't want to say epic. Um, I think Midnight <laughs> I don't wanna, I don't say motherfucker, but uh, uh, why I want to say that all the time. It's one of my favorite words. <laughs> right, so but yeah, no, he. Uh, I'm gonna watch it this entire night, but why don't you la- talk uh, about that first? Last, I was gonna say last night, uh, Ben. I gave him a pair of headphones. Ben goes to the store. He's like, "Dude, while I'm away, watch the first like ten minutes of Midsummer." And I'm like, "I'm like, okay." I I'll said, be- "I'm gonna go get a carton of milk and a pack of s- <laughs> fuck, pack of a sp- pack of cigarettes and a He's carton like, of milk." You- a carton of milk? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> there are cartons of cigarettes and cartons of milk. That's really fucking up my telling of a this. A carton of milk has like the pl- joke like, about an absolute like cardboard father. cartons they have. Like they still have those, but that's like a gallon of God milk. God damn it! I'm gonna go get a gallon of milk and some cigarettes. Bro. <laughs> I'll be back in just a minute, little buddy. But uh, yeah, it's 1945, and, and we're still using the word carton of milk. Me, just look at this photograph. The, the milkman's coming to Ben's house to deliver the milk and to deliver my little brothers and sisters. <laughs> you know what the milkman always did, dude? Didn't he bang people's moms? Was that like a, uh, a, a urban legend or something? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Milk Apex Man. Twin wrote a song about it called Milk Oh, Man. really? Oh, shit. Well, I don't know what it's about. It's just like... Well, if he looked like Ryan Gosling, he could fight my mom. <laughs> no problem. Apex Twin. But no, okay, so... He's like, he's like, watch the first ten minutes. It, it really, it really has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. It's just kind of like, well, that's not true. I mean, it, you know, yeah, but you, you get, you get what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's I not, said it, it could stand alone as just a horrible like short short film. film. Yeah, totally, totally. Because oh my damn, dude, God. in like ten minutes. It takes a lot. It takes a very talented director. I don't want to say to make you care about characters, but to make you like kind of fucking feel just destroyed. That's why I said he's very, a ten he's very talented. Right? The thing is well directed. The cinematography is great. It's so good, but my 
God, man. It's so good the in the fact... The performances he pulls out of those actors, I'm not going to credit them. I'm going to credit him. It's so good to, like, it's so disturbing. <laughs> you know? Wait, so disturbing equals good? It's, like, almost too good. Because Why do I like Hereditary so much? What are your theories? I don't know why I like it. I'll tell you this straight up, right? I, I, I walked out of that movie thinking, I yeah, don't know what to think about that. Yeah. I, that was so hard to watch, yeah. and I don't ever want to think about that movie or see it again. Yep. And then, like, the next day, I was like... I want to go see it tonight. And I did. I went to theaters again. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I saw it again. I saw it four times in theaters. I think it's kind of your kind of your masochist, like, your, your hey, masochist, uh, like, style. Let's your not bring our sex into this. Your masochist uh, personality maybe wanting to, like, be... That's why people like horror well, movies, that, obviously, because they want to be scared. Gonna, they want, they gonna, want they want to be tortured. They want to, like, be thrilled. But, like, well, Ari Aster... That's, that's, yeah. What Ari Aster does is make you feel, like, disturbed and uneasy. But I don't... But, I mean, Darren Aronofsky does, too. And I don't want to watch his movies. Well, that's I not go, true. I like Mother fine uh, I but like I the wrestler I don't want to get into yeah that. fuck that uh, uh, but I mean specifically Requiem for a Dream I hate that movie because I, I do too I, I, what's the I, difference I think I think it's a well directed movie but I think it's because of the plot and the subject matter of Hereditary is more fun and more of our like what we want to uh, watch and it's fun Brit the, the, the part the, with the telephone pole is fun we're not going to have spoilers here <laughs> but what's fun about that buddy you, you, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't know. We, we like. I'm our, not going out with you on the weekends anymore. If that's your idea of a we, good time. We, we like. We like our maggot-headed, like our maggot-filled, like uh, heads on the side of the road. We love that shit. And, but like, yeah, Darnoski is just like it's just like uh, what is it like drug dealers and shit like that. So the subject matter and the story is not really like something I'm thrilled with. You know what I'm saying? So I'm kind of just like, eh. But Hereditary is like a horror movie, so I'm like, oh, the subject matter and the plot is more interesting and just more fun. You know what I mean? Okay, maybe it's this. I don't know. I'm still, I, I, I'm, I, think I'm that, I think that's what it is. You know, I'm just, just, maybe I'm wrong. I'm tossing this out there. Yeah. I love that movie because of its portrayal of just a family slowly like descending into hell. And it's really not any of their fault. I don't want to say this about a drug user or an addict, because, but I feel like maybe I can. Are we talking about a red tire still? I'm talking, I'm talking about both that and uh, Requiem for a Dream. Okay. Everybody that's suffering in that movie, they're in like situations of their own making. There's drug addicts, piece of shit. Yeah. Which, I as mean. someone who has done drugs in the past, I no one to blame but myself. You know what I mean? Like I said, the subject matter. I know not, it's a disease and all that. That's not what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but it's not something I want to watch a movie about. That, that's exactly what I'm saying. The subject matter is not something we're really interested in watching a movie about. Like at that, like. Uh, and I don't want to say it hits too close to home because then with Hereditary, dude, I remember being you know eight years old and in the attic and seeing my mother decapitate herself <laughs> floating in the air above me with a piano wire. I'm just going to stick I'm going to stick what I said. Ari Aster's ideas are just more fun cuz it's horror it's it's horror concepts. The, I've said this before. The movie really it's, it's has not just about a, dudes doing the drugs movie really and has a declining sick. down the, at a spiral. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, I mean, it's well directed like I said, it's depressing as shit, but Ari Aster's like actually, maybe it's too rooted in reality just in general. Yeah, right? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that that makes sense. Because like everything in Hereditary is so far-fetched, you know. Just the ideas not of, far-fetched. It works in the movie. That's just, not what I mean. Just the ideas of Ari Aster's plots and screenplays are just more of my, like, what I am into more than, like, Darren Aronofsky stuff. Yeah. You're more of a satanic cult guy and less of exactly. a... Exactly. And uh, less, less of a... Less of a uh, and less of an ass-to-ass guy. Oh, oh, shit. Don't even want to talk about that fucking scene. That's, like, the only good part, probably. <laughs> or the part where Keith David goes, I didn't But she's it. like, you never go ass-to-ass. He's like, no, it's ass-to-mouth, honey. <laughs> Ask to ask, it's just fine. And Keith David goes, uh, I didn't ask to ask. I uh, I didn't take it out for air, honey. <laughs> God, dude. The best part of the movie. No, um, so I watched the first ten minutes of Midsummer, and uh, I basically just wanted to fucking die. 
it, it, it's it's <laughs> it's really really well directed like i said but i was like oh i like i literally paused it and i was like oh my god oh my god i like stopped and uh uh ben's wife was uh in the next room and uh she was like watching tv and stuff and i was like okay so ben i like i peeped my head in her bedroom and i was like hey uh, ben told me to watch Midsummer. And, uh, like, can you say it differently? It's not super creepy. <laughs> that's not creepy. I'm like, yeah, hey, <laughs> what are you doing in there? <laughs> no. Ben's house is not I just, that. I just leaned my head over because I didn't want her to see that I had my cock Yeah, this sounds weird. <laughs> 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 basically, basically, now is like in the same room as me. And she's just like, I'm oh. never leaving you alone with my wife again. I'm just like, oh, oh, God, oh, God. She's just kind of like, she's kind of like, what? What's going on? I'm like, I'm like, okay, so Ben told me to watch the first 10 minutes of this. And I was like, oh. My God, I can't do it. I can't do it. And Natalie's like, yeah, he uh, he told me before he left, like, yeah, it's a murder-suicide. <laughs> like, and then he walked out, I guess. And, like, he whispered that to her before he left. You're like, it's a murder-suicide. And, and all out. that's disturbing, but just the effect it has. And, like, the fact the tension building up to that. Because you got to have good actors, first of all. The and, tension like, building always, up to it. He always casts, like, great actors. And it starts out, you know, like, mild spoilers for the first ten minutes. Not, okay, major spoilers for the first ten minutes. <laughs> but it, I guess it, does, it doesn't really spoil the rest of the movie, though, right? No, not at all. Yeah. I mean, like, well, I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> of course it doesn't. If something in the first ten minutes spoiled the movie, well, that's not true. Sometimes there's, like, little the Exposition, clues. that that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, uh, you're right, Brent. I'm, I stand corrected, and I sit erected. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I really like how it built it just it ratchets up the tension like crazy dude it just cranks it up just she's you just ugh, you feel just the sense of dread that I felt the whole time I watched Hereditary and I think the movie kind of maintains that throughout although there are like breaths of air but there's always that looming just like something's off you know something's wrong yeah and it's exactly what you think it is the movie like our Astro basically said you're probably gonna know how the movie ends Within the first twenty minutes of it. Oh, really? Okay. Like, that's fine. It's the journey. That's cool. And that's why the director's cuts better, I guess, because the journey is more nuanced and there's more. Um, he said there was nothing. Go- there's no, no like gory scenes in the director's cut. There's no like scary, violent shit in the director's cut. Oh well, then I will watch it. <laughs> it's all relationship drama stuff. Oh, my favorite. Which the movie is basically like just about a very toxic relationship. Okay, I don't want to say a very toxic relationship because I've seen very toxic relationships. But you know what? That's teach their own. Maybe I don't know a toxic relationship, and it's like a bit of bitty. A long, you know, it could be called a very long breakup, I guess, as yeah, opposed it, to a very long engagement. With this, it's, it's kind of fantastic it, movie. Have you ever seen? It, it is kind of foreshad. Wait, what? Sorry. A very long engagement. No, what is that? It's from the director of uh, uh, Amelie. With the same uh, actress? Is it a f- is is Amelie French or Italian? Um, is it yes. it's Italian movie, right? Yes. <laughs> French. Is it French? Okay, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, Ron Perlman's. I've I've heard of that. With that. I've heard of that director. movie. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, if you want to start with that director though, dude, who the name his name is escaping me. I'll look it up in a second. Uh, a- Alien Resurrection is a good place to start. Wait, what? He did Alien Resurrection? Yeah, okay. Isn't that weird? Fuck that. The guy that did Amelie directed Alien Resurrection. Oh my God. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah, he directed that trash Amelie, but then did, later did on he, he went on to direct the amazing. <laughs> would have that. Backwards. Did he tell me Alien Resurrection was okay? It's okay. It's I got re- that scene that you always I bored as fuck with, with all the like, Sigourney Weaver like clones that are all disgusting and the flamethrowers. She like flamethrowers them. Yeah, yeah. flamethrowers them. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say that, but I love she it. She fire. She fucking Mario f- knows fireballs with the ball. Like, I like flamethrowers better. Flame like, no. I said flamethrowers, not flame nose. <laughs> <laughs> but like. Uh, yeah, I'll, ch- I'll, ch- I'll check out. I'll check that out. 
<laughs> does, uh, it, does the carpet match what comes out of his nose? Yeah, so basically, I was, I, was, I, I, was, I was telling his wife, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I would have watched the rest. My girlfriend wants to watch this tonight, so I will watch this tonight. It's in its entirety. So. Is she prepared to be sad? So for our, for our next... She's prepared to cry. And she she liked Hereditary, too. She's like, oh my god, I want to watch it again. But she was, she was also psyched to watch Midsommar, because like, he's a good director. You want to watch his next film, you know? It's like, it's like, it's like wow, I really want to see what he does next. How are you, gonna, how are you planning on watching it? That is a good question. Uh... Actually, remind me because I need to borrow your Blade Runner DVDs because she also wants to watch the 2049. I the don't have it on DVD. I have it on Blu-ray, dude. I don't buy DVDs. Oh, we have Blu-ray. She's a Blu-ray player, so that's fine. Oh, actually, you know what? I lied. When you buy a Blu-ray nowadays, it comes with the DVD. Sweet. So I'll just give you the DVD. Okay, cool. I'm yeah, not she, giving you the Blu-ray. Sorry. Yeah, I was just going to borrow no. That's fine. But no, uh, yeah, my girl, she lives my, like five hours away. My, my girlfriend saw the original Blade Runner and fucking loved it. What if you never come back? And I was like, dude, 2049 may be, uh, may be better. I don't know. I kind of like it better. Okay, so Blade Runner versus Blade Runner. No, I think it's a lot better. Kind of is. I was gonna say because fuck Ridley Scott. No, no, I don't. Yeah, I'm, 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 Blade I'm, Runner's the I'm, only I'm good gonna, movie. I'm gonna go on a limb here. I'm gonna say fuck Ridley Scott. I'm gonna say fuck. Blade Ridley Runner's Scott. by far his best movie. Alien's great, but well, yeah, it's good, fine. But besides Alien, he didn't write his own scripts. He just, he was just the lucky guy that got a good cinematographer and like good scripts and picked them up and like just directed these movies that were like revolutionary at the time. You know, like he just got lucky. And guess what? After that, right. Everybody was doing everything. What's so your he, opinion on? So a, he directed Gods and Exodus. What's your uh, opinion on the age-old question? Is Harrison Ford a replicant? Uh, well, twenty-four died proves that he is. So. Well, I mean, okay. I thought you were gonna say no. Well, well, I we, don't think that it. We've all seen the sequel, man. I don't think it proves that he is at all. I thought he's a replicant. In twenty-four died. I think it's still ambiguous. What? I thought it says that he was a replicant in twenty-four died. I don't remember. I actually don't remember. But. <laughs> What I was going to say was, I thought you were going to say, no, he's not. I was going to say, well, that fucking airplane crash that he just walked out of just fine proves that he is. Oh, Air Force One. Love that movie. No, like in real... <laughs> Harrison Ford. Not the character. <laughs> I think Harrison Ford is a fucking robot. How do you crash a fucking plane? Wait, wait, in real life? <laughs> yes, dude. You didn't hear that? No. No, I don't know what you're talking he about. He literally just crashed his own personal plane like, in this fireball explosion and just walked out of it like, like he was in a movie, you know, without looking back and it exploded behind him. <laughs> what? Look, look it up, dude. Dude, that's insane. Pick up your cellular device. Harrison Ford is just, he's a fucking vampire. Uh, Ingmar Bergman, just to dip back into that real quick. I don't think you've probably heard of any of these movies. Scenes from a Marriage is really good. The Silence is really good. 63, I've seen that. So the seventh, and these are all like what, what, fucked up. Uh, what, 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 relationship what, what era is this? Is this like 60s? Late 50s, 60s, and mostly 70s, I think. Because I know I, I, I've heard 70s. the director's name my whole life. The you know? Seventh Seal came out in 57. I've heard, I've heard the name. And you, know? you would recognize it from the. It, it was parodied in The Simpsons tons of times. It's I feel like a film school. A chess I heard game that. with death. Just. Does that remind. A Simpsons episode about chess game with death? Death. Like the death as an entity. What do you mean? Not death as a state of being. What do you say though? There's a chess game with death. I'm sorry. What do you? Someone play. They're like, I don't really remember, dude. I've never seen Seventh Seal, but I mean, look at this fucking poster, and you'll know it. It's really tiny. It's hard to see. But the movie's about. But you know like, all about that. There's a movie. The movie's about the. Yeah, play. Dude, he plays like a chess game with death. Oh, that's pretty cool. Check it out. Oh, sick! That's the whole movie. It's a very like good shot for a 50s movie. Is he? Right? Uh, is he German? Like, I bet that's a beautiful fucking Blu-ray, dude. It looks cool. Is he German? I don't know. He has. I think that's a mask. The director. Yeah. Uh, well, I may, no. I mean, he's whatever you want him to be, Brit. But uh, what's where? Where did the Bergman come from? 
I don't know. Ice, iceberg? So, so, iceberg lettuce? So, to get off Ari Aster for a minute, uh, something else I want to talk about. Uh, so, Joker opens up today. The uh, standalone dark... It opens up today? It opens up today, yeah. Uh, for on Thursday, which is weird. But uh, No, not really. They all do. Are early they doing showings. that now? Yeah. It, it, it's been oh, like it's an early show. It used okay, to be yeah. midnight showings, dude, but then they were like, no, no one fucking... Shows people, up at midnight. People like, have jobs, dude. Yeah. Yeah, on Thursday night, are you fucking kidding me? So that opens today. It's like the standalone dark uh, DC Universe movie. Uh, sorry, Walking Phoenix. And I, I I remember hearing about it. I was like, oh, it looks kind of cool. Like, the trailer didn't really show a lot. But then I heard that Todd Phillips was directing it. And Minus. I was, I was really, really, really disappointed. Todd Phillips, uh, the man who directed the Hangover films. Uh, the man, 90s, the myth, the legend. Some 90s teen movies. Uh, oh, new tool! Is this by the way, wolf, wolf this mother. New, this is new tool. Is this fucking wolf mother? This is what new, is this? Shit? This is new tool. Wolf mother, you suck. But speak, uh, past the <laughs> come on, you don't want to do it. Yeah, past happy hour. Jealous episode. prick. This is wolf mother. <laughs> or <laughs> Mike Patton puts wolf mother in his place. It's all about perspective. <laughs> this is the new Tempest song off uh, Feared Oculum. This is actually my favorite song off the album. Did anyway. you fucking play this? You said you're going to the bathroom. Did you actually put money in the jukebox? Are you trying to sabotage this podcast again with tool? <laughs> But uh, Todd Phillips also directed Starseed and Hutch Road Trip with with Tom Green. Brit, okay, I'm sorry. What? I'm going to pa- just what? pause for a second. I'm looking at everybody in this bar, and I know for a fact none of these people played this Tool song. Look at them, Britt. Yeah, I'm looking at you. I, I, they, I, I didn't know Tool was actually on jukeboxes these days. I recognize some of them from my grandpa's uh, old folks' home, okay? <laughs> like Tool's We're used to cook for these guys. <laughs> yeah, I got fired because they hated my... My fancy it was ba- too salty. They hated basil. They hated salt and pepper and seasoning. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Never basil. Mind. It was probably the girl in the tool shirt that played it, I bet. They were like, hey, ba- she's also too old for that shirt. The basil <laughs> more like fired. It's the same one. Call back to earlier in the episode. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Good for her. She's living. How old? When did. Okay, so. Okay, this makes me feel really old. If you were 30 when Inema came out. Okay, listen to this. Because Inema was, what, 96? So, can you do maths? What's 14 plus 30? 44. Fuck, I'm old, dude. I mean, I'm not 44. Tool's kind of just like an older... Because the first... Like, Opie was like 90? It's kind of weird to think about, right? Because it really it really bothered did, me, dude. At this point, Brit, is Tool classic rock? Dude, okay, yeah. That's what I was about to fucking say. Because, okay, listen to this. I was getting my uh, oil changed the other day, and this, like, 50-year-old dude mechanic who's, like, uh, tra- charging my car stuff, like, at the register, he's like... He's like, so what kind of music do you listen to, Britain? Because like my full name is Britain, and it's on my ID. So I was like, God damn it, I hate it when people call me Britain. I was like, Well, they uh, don't know to call you Brit, right? Uh, yeah, true. You sure they didn't call you Ton? <laughs> He's like, what about Ton? I'm like, is that a fat joke? But no, like, uh, he was like, he was like, what kind of music do you listen to? I was like, I was like, ah, oh, you know, like alternative rock. He's like, do you like Tool? And this guy's like 50. But he's a mechanic. He probably thought you were talking about the wrench in his hand. Okay. <laughs> do you like tools? I love him. I got a whole. He's like, I got the whole collection. <laughs> he has pliers in his hand. He's like, no tool. But no, and I was like, God damn, this 50 year old guy, I just turned 30, and I'm like, this guy's talking to me about like tool, and I'm like, man, I feel fucking old. I wonder if he likes Maynard's extreme left uh, sentimentality, right? I doubt it. This He's is a mechanic in dude, Texas. This is Texas, dude. Forward Texas. I'm talking like this. I wonder guy. if he likes prison sex. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> if he knows what it's about. He doesn't know what it's about. Of course. I wonder he if he knows what doesn't. shit, blood, and cum on my hands means. Yeah, exactly. I feel like most people that like tool like that are like just stupid fucking people. They're like. Oh. I wonder if he knows what happens when Jesus blows his fucking whistle. <laughs> Which I, I wonder know. if he knows what happens like when last year Mother Mary won't you whisper. What does it change it to on the uh, Jesus blows his trying whistle? Or something like that. Everything I always hear was like, Jesus wants us 
fucking whistle. It always just like did that. I don't okay. know. Uh, something about Jesus and mistletoe was the joke I was gonna say. Oh, really? Kissing Jesus under the mistletoe. <laughs> Is that I like don't know what's, I don't know how to make a joke. Out anyway, of that. back to Todd Phillips. Listeners, make a joke out of that. <laughs> Tweet us. So Todd Phillips is directing the new Joker movie, which I'm kind of like, why did Todd Phillips get like? Has he done anything like that? Like what I was gonna say was he did all these fucking comedies, and then like I said, Hangover, Due Date, Old School, Starsky and Hutch. So maybe trip. this is all just a joke to him. But right? he did, he did he did War Dogs, which was kind of a drama drama comedy. Is that the one? And it wasn't bad. Where Nicolas Cage sells people guns. No, that's Lord of War, which came out like the same year, I want to say, is War Dogs. What's War Dogs? It's with Jonah Hill and Miles Teller. Oh, and they're, no, they're, no, sir, not the same also, year. That was much older. Much older. I know what you're talking about. Wait, wait, now. Lord of War was much older? Yeah. I think you're... Okay, you're right. War, War Dogs was like... He's the Lord, dude. They're just the dogs. You're, okay, you're right. War Dogs was like 2010. They're just eating scraps. War Dogs was like 2010. <laughs> But like, Lord of War was like, but it's like the same. It's the same thing. It's like it's like it's like arms dealers, whatever, and it's not bad. And like the actually the directing is good in it. You know, you know who'd be the best arms dealer, dude? Goro. Check out a Mortal Kombat Goro, episode on the main Goro. feed coming out this week. Yes, it will. Um, oh, featuring bo- featuring a friend of the show, uh, Bobby Stubbs. Friend of the show, I like saying that. Friend of the show. Um, friend of the show and friend of us. <laughs> friend of us. Because we are the show, but we're not just the show. He is a class act, ladies and gentlemen, and single. Speaking of a uh, friend of the show, Britt, you want to give a friend of the show a cigarette? Oh, yeah, here you go. Thank you. Um, friend of the show, here you I'm go. I'm talking about me. <laughs> but no. Um, it's our new catchphrase. But uh, Walking Phoenix is getting a lot of praise for it. Actually getting some Oscar buzz from it already. Walking Phoenix of Gladiator. Ex- <laughs> yes, Walking Phoenix of Gladiator and Signs. Walking Phoenix of uh, I'm Still Here. Yes, or uh, I was never really there. Yeah, the sequel. <laughs> exactly. Why how, the fuck? How does he star in two films that are called? Like, like, it literally sounds like my, you know, my whole thing about don't, uh, uh, now you see me, and the sequel should have been called Now You Don't. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is like, okay, this movie's called I'm Still, what is it? I'm Still Here? I'm Still Here, and, and then, then, uh, and then the Hitman movie he did was called I'm Not Really Here. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this, it's an obvious sequel title starring the same exact, it's got to be a sequel, dude, a secret sequel. Kind of like a secret. You think it's the same like universe, maybe like the he's like the same guy. Well, obviously they both take place on Earth, so I mean, <laughs> true, true. Oh, you Which, mean like film universe? Did you ever see? I'm not really here. I saw uh, our friend friend of the show Landon Cabarubio, uh cosplay cosplay. <laughs> he created like a costume, look like <laughs> dress oh, himself as. That's I'm not there or I'm not here or wait. It's the one where Joaquin. Dude, what I've never the seen r- the movie, and I told no, Land- you're talking about the other movie. You're talking about the Land- rapping I movie. I told Landon, I was like, your costume is amazing because I immediately knew who he was. He's like, yeah, I've never seen the movie. I was like, I haven't either, but I can fucking tell just from his he had, hair. Like, the beard. His hair yeah. was like, and he had, like <laughs> yeah, he had, he had like the sunglasses on. He had yeah. like the Cameron Diaz hair from something about Mary going on. It was Landon, yeah. friend of the show, Landon Cabarubio. Also, you have a very cool last name. Also, you can piss that entire name onto a fence. I've seen it; it's amazing. Check him out on. Pissing on fences. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, he has some music out, but I don't know any what what he's doing these days. Yeah, doesn't he do something with? He's Kyle? a pretty big musician these uh, days. The cleanup. I think cleanup is not a band anymore. I do they not. They cleaned up their act. But he's, they, he, no, he's in he's in a band called Program, which is actually a pretty cool band. Oh yeah, they're really good. It's, it's spelled like the British way. Yeah, it is. Uh, with two M's and an E at the end. <laughs> in British, uh, Program is spelled with a a Y. Wait, what? Are you serious? You know how in Jew- Jewish Jehovah spelled with a Y? <laughs> okay, now back to the hair support. My brother-in-law's name is Brandon, and he spells it with a Y. Or his, that's his name on his birth certificate, spelled with a Y. And so anytime he tells people that, I'm like, yeah, you're Randon. <laughs> you're Randon. 
But no, uh, check out Program. They're a pretty good band out of Fort Worth, Texas. Um, but no. Uh, hey, bro, do we have any other friends who are doing things that are better than this? Uh, we got plenty of friends. That are, we got very talented <laughs> friends. <laughs> we're not one of them. And uh, yeah, we'll get. We'll we're to, talented, but we're not friends. Uh, Say, so Bobby's uh, doing his band. It takes him, two to tango and two to be friends. Which you know we always promote our podcast. Um, yeah, we're not going to now. Yeah, we're not going to. Um, but uh, yeah, did you ever see? Did you see? I'm not really here though. The the art house film he did. One. I haven't seen either one. And everybody, I Are know. Are you trying to say that the other one is not an art house film? They're both is the other one art house? house really I've art never house? seen it, but it, it's about him uh, playing it's, himself. It's like a mockumentary, right? Quitting acting. It's a mockumentary. It's real. like a satire. Yes, but no one knew that, dude. No one knew that. Oh, everyone thought it was he real. He actually has, an, like, he interviews with, like, Snoop Dogg, right? To, like, fucking get signed on to his record label. Ooh, is it Snoop Dogg or Puff Daddy? I think it's Puff Daddy. Oh, it's Puff Daddy. Or oh. P. Did- Diddle Kid. Hey, Diddle Diddle. Wow, dude, yeah, it just dawned on me. We're not in the 1990s anymore. He's fucking P. Diddy. The artist formerly known as Puff Daddy. He's not, he's not Puff Daddy anymore. He's fucking P. Diddy. Sean Combs, anyway. But no, um, that movie, I just, I can't get into. And everybody I know, like, loves it. And it's just, like, too... It's too artsy for me. I don't know. A friend of the show, Sonia Brown, didn't like it that much either, did she? She's the only person I know. No, she said she it. went to the movies to see it by herself, and she said she loved it. I was like, of course you do, because Bobby liked it. Because no one else was there to to prove that it was bad. I don't uh, know. Watch the movie and tell me what you think. Watch Listeners, the movie by if, yourself. You know, Sonia, you're on to something there, because I remember going to see Kick-Ass and loving it, right? Yeah. And then a uh, friend of the show, Jake Fincher, we got a lot of friends of the show today. Yeah, and nobody, no, none of them have been on the Who show. His girlfriend, who did not like kick ass. None of them have been on the show. What just the fuck do you want? A goddamn lighter. Oh, sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jeez, what do you think I'm doing? The- I'm doing this. Um, Son of a bitch. You're like pretending to throw a grenade at me. <laughs> Friend of the show, Ben Minnick. Go ahead. Pulling the pin. Um, <laughs> pulling the pin on Ben. <laughs> a podcast. Yeah, like uh, my whole point is like people's. If you go to see the movie with like three people, say and like. You think you like it, but you can tell from their reactions. Yeah, that what, not is that it at all. what is that called? It's, it's, it's like called t- having bad friends. It's a term for like people like influ- bad taste. people influence your 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 like your position on a film just by like. There's a term for it, but anyway, yeah, you're saying that like Jake um, liked the movie, but saw. This- I'm not going to talk about that anymore because I don't want to get into people's personal life. You're saying that people influence others on like how they feel about films just by like yeah. stating their. You like, didn't opinions. have to make it personal, Britt. Okay. <laughs> But no, um, that's why Pin's always like, you know oh, oh, you didn't like the movie? Oh, did your girlfriend not like it? I'm like, shut the, the fuck up. I like what I like, and she likes what she likes. Yeah, but, okay, that's not true. You know the old adage, Britt, um, this time it's personal? <laughs> well, that's not what we're about. Okay? Anyway, so. We're very impersonal here. Joker comes out today. It has 75% of Rotten Tomatoes, which is, is, is fine, and I, I still want to see Not very good, it. really. I think it's okay. I still want to see it, and. Uh, because Britt's favorite kind of movies are movies that are just okay. You know what? They're just okay. And once upon a time in Hollywood got 75%. You know what's worse than a bad movie, dude? A movie that's just okay. Tarantino's movie got 75%. So I'm like, you know what? I haven't seen it. It's I, like Schrodinger's Cat, dude. I haven't seen it, so it probably sucks. I haven't seen it either. I was too drunk to fucking comprehend. I haven't comprehend. seen it, so it's probably dead from poison. <laughs> I was too drunk to comprehend what was going on in that movie. So. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But that's all I wanted to say. Just, just You were, sir, not mentally capable of watching this film. <laughs> I'm worried about Todd Phillips' uh, portrayal of Joker in this He movie. betrayed him? He betrayed him. He did. did you say portrayal? His portrayal. Oh. Of, uh... He, Todd Phillips plays the Joker. Yeah, what am I trying to say? Not portrayal, I guess. No, that's what I... That's a, You're right. Yeah, that's what I You're right. I'm just talking to you, buddy. That's it. what I do, bro. I anyway. troll. Right. <sighs> Bid Um That's me. So basically, that's all I had to talk about today. You were going to talk about a movie that you were uh, discussing. Oh, Elijah Wood. 
Uh, Not a movie, but... Uh, oh, his... He, yeah, this week on the Elijah Wood podcast, I wanted to talk about another podcast. The Elijah Wood fans podcast. Um, Yeah, check out Visitations. It's really fun. Oh, cool. can I stop you right there? It's on Spotify. We were talking about... Uh, and while you're on Spotify, head over to Don't Make Me Watch This. We'll get into that We'll get into that real quick, but I wanted to say we talked about our other Happy Hour episode. I don't feel at home in this world anymore. I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, that movie's fucking awesome. We need to watch it. Sure, yeah, you've talked about that a lot. I'm down. It's really, really good. Anyway, sorry, continue. And, okay, so Macon Blair, the guy that you said directed it, is that the guy that He stars, wrote and directed it. He stars in Blue Ruin. Yes. And he has, like, kind of the sort of, like, side role. Still pretty major role in Green Room. Yes. He's is, he in, is he in the Wolf movie? Uh, White Fang. Uh, Hold the Dark, yes, he is. White Fang? <laughs> he's in Hold Dances the Dark. with Wolves? He's in Hold the Dark, yes, he is. Last of the Mohicans? I used to think Last of the Mohicans and Dances with Wolves are the same movie. <laughs> they kind of are the same thing, but no. Uh, yeah, no. We he's, both have Daniel Day Lewis. He's a very small part, but he's very he's good at it. And yes, he's in it. He's in. I think I want to say every every single one of Jeremy Saunier's movies. He's in. Speaking of Jeremy Saunier, I'm a big fan. I, I love Blue Ruin. I love uh, Green Room. I, I'm disappointed he didn't put out Red Mountain after that because he was <laughs> doing the colors thing. But, you, um, you still have to see Murder Party, right? Oh, that no, I, I won't watch it. It's not part of the color trilogy. So. <laughs> Red did Mountain. he do the color purple? <laughs> he did. <laughs> Did he do White Fang? That why did he not call the movie White oh, Fang? Shit, dude. It's about wolves. It has a color in the name. Uh, sure, it's the worst color. It's like the absence of color. Uh, that's yeah. Hold White, the dark. I watched Hold the Dark, and it was it was actually Netflix, like a Netflix original now. Because uh, Jeremy Saldi is like, I guess get, everybody's getting bought by Netflix. So like, hey, Jeremy Saldi, uh, fuck the actual releases. I'll give you fucking fifty million dollars to do Netflix movies. So he's like, okay, fuck it. Hold the Dark is based off a novel. And I remember What's the novel called? It's not called Hold the Dark. It's called something Is it called, called White Fang? By Jack London? It's called like The Wolf Diaries? Or, I don't know. It's called... It's called <laughs> is, I swear to like, God. It's is that like the the, uh, the twin series to um, The Vampire Diaries told from the werewolf character's point of view? Oh, see our uh, uh, back catalog. What's the episode called that we did about fucking... It's a very ghoul episode. Very ghoul, yeah. Why did you say very ghoul in that episode? I was like, it's very ghoul. Because <laughs> I was trying to say very cool. I think it's very strange that you said ghoul. I think I actually, I, I was really drunk. I think I accidentally said ghoul. You absolutely did. <laughs> but it worked perfectly. It did, you know. But, uh, hey, Rick, things, you know, that's. <laughs> all things those, like, for a reason. All those uh, Alcoholics Anonymous meetings going on. I think Brit's a good argument for staying wet. Stay wet, Texas. That's my mom. Do you need to answer it? Sure. I'm going to answer it on, on the air. Never mind. I waited too long. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. Let me call her back real quick, Britt. Let's see what she has to say. Okay. Hi, mom. Oh yeah. Oh, she's saying she just listened to our uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode. She really dug it. Oh shit. She said it was tubular, <laughs> indubitably. <laughs> indubitably. We'll be right back after this phone call. <laughs> hey, hey guys. Um, I just got some very bad news. And I'm not. I'm afraid I won't be able to do this podcast anymore. So I don't know what to say. I also don't know how to make this into a joke. Did Rob die or something? <laughs> My mom was calling me to tell me she died. <laughs> we'll be right back. I still have to call her back. <laughs> well, Britt, like all good things, this happy hour has got to come to an end. So I think it's time for tabbing out. You know what tabbing out is? It's the opposite of happy hour. It's the end. The end of an era. Have a great week, everybody.
So in short, every Tool song sounds exactly the same. Yeah, because somebody played the whole fucking new album, and it's just... Yeah, I thought Brick Couch was up in here destroying another episode of Happy Hour. <laughs> but um, So yeah, I think that wraps it up. Time to tab out. Yeah. Uh, check out our oh. other podcast, Tabbing Out. It's a sequel <laughs> to Happy Hour. Yeah, you know, check, check these Happy Hour episodes out. We're going to do them, like, I guess, what, what once a week? Yeah. Yeah. And maybe, you know, maybe a couple if they're short. This we, is a we, long one. I think uh, coming back to Open Table uh, in Hazel, Texas, I think we're going to come back and probably do some Happy Hour episodes here every now and then if we got money. Yeah. So if, <laughs> if you have to money, find if yourself. If we have money. Uh, from our Patreon supporters is what he means. Uh, so if you happen to find yourself in the horrible situation of being in Hazel, Texas, uh, <laughs> just make the best of your situation and come down to what's the name of this bar open table <laughs> open table open table the tables are open the doors are open the drinks, their hearts are open the drinks are cheap and uh the bartender um, melissa very sweet lady so we're gonna give her a shout out and the music is mediocre at best which is better than bad <laughs> so yeah melissa she's a sweetheart she takes care of us yeah patreon supporter melissa friend of the show yeah. <laughs> yeah. thanks for listening to another episode of happy hour so i'm brick couch i'm ben minnick have a great week everybody Take it easy. And have a great week, everybody. <laughs>